Bokatov, and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shirem Daf Yomi. We are now in Ketubot Daf Nun Vav Amud Aleph. In the middle of our analysis of the Mishnah on Nun Dalad Amud Bet, the first Mishnah in Perak Hay, and in the second half of the Mishnah, which I promised you'd go back to, and you can look back, you find that uh, Rabbi Yehuda makes the following statement, that Ratzal you can write a star for the betula, a regular star of ketubah for the right amount, and she can write back a fictive receipt that she received half, the same thing with an almana, to which Rabbi Meir responds, call up that if you give her any less than 200 or almana 100, then the bi'ila is called the bi'ila znut, and clearly he forbids the practice. All right, let's take a look at Rabbi Yehuda first. So Rabbi Yehuda's whole, whole circumstance is premised on the writing of a receipt, a shovar. Over writing a receipt, if you think about it, is a, is a problematic proposition because it forces the debtor to hold on to a document and if for some reason it gets lost, then he's going to be have to pay the entire amount. Somebody pays back part of their loan. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Yachalif. You have to switch and write a um, a new star for the for the new amount. You write a receipt. So 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 clearly Rabbi Yehuda does not buy into the idea of writing a shovar. So what does Rabbi Yehuda answer here? When the shovar is in the ketubah, and it's right in the ketubah, you write yes, and I received a hundred. So you write it that way. You could even create a circumstance where the shovar is not inside. That Rabbi Yehuda would still allow. Why? In the case where the fellow paid back part, we know that he actually did pay back part. It's not fictive. So Dilam Mirchas, perhaps he'll lose the uh, the shovar tevarta. Umapikla the shtara, and the other fellow will take the shtar. Vahadar Gavi Zimnachrina. He'll collect the entire debt. So that's why Rabbi Yehuda doesn't want you to have to uh, to to get a shovar because then you're going to have to hold on to it for that for fear of that happening. Hachavada Yahivla. Here, did did she, did, uh, did she give anything? Right? Milta Ma'alma Hidam Relay. She just uh, said, said I got half of it. She didn't really get it. So if he watches the show, we're fine. If he doesn't watch it, then he loses. In other words, the Shukhtuah should be 200. She was kind enough to say, I'll take 100. So I'll write it as if I got 100. And if he doesn't keep that Shovar, he loses. So perhaps Rabbi Yehuda would even agree that in this case, we do write a Shovar. Now, Bishlam Abaya lo Amak Rabbi Yirmiya, I understand why Abaya did not say Rabbi Yirmiya's answer about the Shovar's inside, because Loktani Shavatami Tocha, because it doesn't say that in the Mishnah. El Rabbi Yirmiya, my Tamil Omar Kabaye, so why didn't Rabbi Yirmiya give Abaya's explanation about here it's different? So the answer is Zera Shovar de Hacha to Shovar de Alma. Rabbi Yirmiya believes that Rabbi Yehuda prohibits all Shovarot, or Shovarim, all receipts, because, uh, to precaution against a, uh, a case where the shovar would be a real shovar and could lead to a double collection of sorts. Now, Tama de Katvale, what did Rabbi, Rabbi Yudah say? It works when she writes to him, I got part of the amount. Um, Aval, I'll pay a low, but if she just says, I, I got it, and it's in front of Adim, uh, then uh, we say that's not good enough. Why? Davashabamonu. In other words, Alpeh would mean it's a Tanai. I'm going to marry you all Tanai that I only owe you a hundred instead of two hundred. It should be Davashabamon. It's a famous Machlokar Behudra mayor about making a Tanai, about marriage in which the woman forgives one of the financial debts owed her. 
Right, where is that? And this is following, evidently, um, the other opinions about what Shereksut and Onai is, that at least some of them are financial. Uh, if a, a man is Makadish a woman on condition that she has no claims of Shereksut and Onai, Harezu Makadish, no, but tell the mayor. Mayor says the condition are fine and the condition is nullified. Because he's He's trying to reformulate Torah's obligations. Rabbi Huda disagrees and says any of those things which are financial debts that Tanai works because a person can forgive a uh, a financial uh, uh, credit, do them, and therefore the woman can say, I'm, I'm accepting Kiddushan, I'm not that I have no claim of uh, Mizonot, for instance. Right? So Rabbi Huda says that works. So how come in our Mishnah she has to write it? So the answer is, Ksav Rabbi Yehuda, Ketuvah de Rabbanan. This will sound counterintuitive, but Rabbi Yehuda holds that Ketuvah is de Rabbanan. Chachem Masuchiz Lekadivrein Yoter Mishol Torah. We find this gradation in several places of Shas, that sometimes Chachamim made their laws to be as strong as Torah. In some cases, they made them even stronger than Torah. And that's what happened here. All right. Now, is that really true that the Rabbanan said, in the case of something we're enacting, we're going to make it stronger than Torah? And even Rabbi Yehuda will agree that you can't make it tonight to cancel it out? Haret Perot de Rabbanan. After all, the fact that the husband eats Perot of his wife's Nirse Melog is a Takana de Rabbanan. We already learned about that in the fourth parak. And Chizuk, we see that the Rabbanan did not make their rule stronger than Torah. Did not, because Rabbi Hud himself says, At the beginning of the eighth parak, if a person, if a man wants to say, I'm gonna walk away from, from, uh, from the, um, um, my rights to your payout. Um, then, uh, then he ha- he can write. I have nothing to do with the payout. Rabbi Yehuda says he has to actually write uh, that I will not have anything to do with the payout and the payout payout. Adolam he has to write all possible languages. We'll see it when we get to the eighth parak. However, the critical part is v'kaimel on my kotev in that sugya. He says, "What does kotev mean?" It means Omer. It actually means that he only said it. He didn't write it. So if he says, I have nothing to do with your perot adolam, it works, which means that, that Chachamim in that case did not make their words stronger than Torah. A man can be in a relationship with a woman in which he, in a marital relationship, in which he forgives a financial debt owed him that's midrabanan, and it works. Balpet. So Amar Baya, lakol yesh ketubah, lakol yesh perot. Abaya says very simply, everybody has a ketubah, not everybody has perot. Milta deshchicha avdubar rabbanan chizuk, something that's common, the rabbanan made chizuk. Ketubah, in every case, therefore the Rabbanon said, since Ketubah is the Rabbanon, we're going to make it that you cannot erase it at all unless you write it as a shovar. You have to write a formal Ketubah and then write a fictive receipt for half of it. Uh, something that's uncommon, they didn't make that chizuk. After all, we saw this in the second parak. A salesman who come to town, which is a very common thing, and remember the, the situation of reciprocal testimony at the end of the second parak, where one guy says, my stuff's no good, but his stuff is musar, and the other guy says about him, and we believe them. So in other words, here is a case that's durabanan, and it is a case that is common, and nonetheless, the Rabbanan said, we will be lenient because it's durabanan. This is the part we care about. Each guy is saying the other fellow's stuff is Mu'usar. Rabbi Huda says they are Neman. Remember, we saw in the second parak 
how the shitot seem to be upside down. So Abaye further clarifies, when did the Rabbanu make chizuk? When it's something that you're doing because of a clear obligation. Ketubah is a clear obligation to Rabbanan. Dmai, on the other hand, is an obligation which arises because of a safek, whether or not the person took ma'asrot. In that case, they're lenient. Rav Amar, he said, Rav says something which is a shade of the same idea, when it comes to Dmai, the Rabbanan in general were lenient, and that's why you can take Dmai on Ben Hashmashot, and that's why you can ask an Amar on Shabbat and believe him if he says he took it, etc. There's all sorts of leniencies about Dmai, and therefore the same applies here. Good. Rameyer said that if you give any less than 200 to a Betula or 100 to a man, to an Amana, it's a Bilad Znut. Now, that means not only if you wrote the star wrong, but even if you wrote the star right and then made a condition to erase part of it. So remember, we know that Rameyer says that whenever you make a Tanai against the Torah, that um, the Tanai is nullified and she gets the money, which means the, really she's getting the two. The 200 is something that she has a claim to. She just doesn't know it. But since he told her you only get a hundred, that's what she believes. Which means that here, the Biladznut is not based on what she really has coming to her, but based on what she thinks she has coming to her. She thinks she's having a relationship that's not backed up by a folk tuba. So we know that Rameyer holds that when you're matne against something in the Torah, your tanai is cancelled. But if it, the, the implication is that if it's something that's derabanan, which ketubah is derabanan, we think, then the tanai should work, which means that really, if you think about it, Rameyer's statement is not such a chiddush, because if Rameyer's whole principle is that a woman who is in a relationship where there's not a full ketubah to back it up, it's a biadznut, then then um, that's already patently obvious here. So what's the chiddush of Rameyer? We'll see in a second. He holds Ketuvah's Doraita, and therefore the Tanai is cancelled, and therefore she really has it. And the Chiddush Rameir is just because she thinks she doesn't have it, it's a Biladznut. That's our Mishnah. Rabbi Yossi says you're allowed to do it, meaning you're allowed to give her less. Rabbi, uh, and Rabbi Huda then comes with what we're familiar with. So we saw in our Mishnah, he can write 200 and she writes back 100. And as Rabbi Yehuda does not agree with Rabbi Yossi that you can just give less or make an oral condition, he says you have to write it as a proper star. Now, since when does Rabbi Yossi say you're allowed to do that? You're not allowed to make uh, take metaltalin while you're alive and designate them for collection of Iktubah because of Tikkun Olam, because if they get lost or their, their value goes down. He said, what are you, what are you fixing here? Even in, in any case, even if you don't designate particular metaltaline, the value of them goes down in any case. So you see, Rabiosi is very concerned about the possibility of the value of the tuba going down. Sorry. So the question is, what's the machloka between Rabbi Yossi and Tanakam in that case? He also said, you're not allowed to make metaltalin that way. It works as follows. This is what it is. When did the Tanakam say, you can't make metaltalin for the ketubah? That's when the guy did not accept the that if there isn't enough, you'll be able to collect from somewhere else. 
אבל קיבלה באחריות על סין. תנקאמה says, if he accepts אחריות, and those מטלטלים depreciate or disappear, she'll collect them somewhere else. ועד רבי יוסף למימר, כי קיבלה באחריות על מה יוסין, he said, even if he accepts אחריות, it's still not good. ולא אין קצובין ופוחתין, that they still depreciate. So now, Hashta Umah Hatam Dedilma Pachti Chayish Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Yossi is concerned there where it may go down. Hachavadai Kapatcha Lekol Shekin. Here, she's accepting a lesser amount. So certainly he should, he should uh, be opposed. Why did he say you're allowed to do it? The answer is simple. There, in the case of the Metaltalin, she doesn't know what's going on. She's not being mochal the amount. She's caught by surprise. Here, she knew about it, and she's mochal. Now, after Rav Chama, have an esiva to Rav Avia. Rav Chama's sister was married to Rav Avia. Irchas ktuvata, he lost the ktuba. After the coming of Yosef, so they came to Rav Yosef. Amarlo hu achim Rav Yehuda Meshmuel. Zudvar Meir Shmuel said that this whole thing about having less than two hundred is a bilad znut. That's Rav Meir. Avachachon mormim mashen adam edishto shtayim shalosh shanim belok ktuba. Chacham said, after all, since in reality, if something happens, she's going to be able to collect the ktuba anyways. It's time eighteen. So even if you don't have a ktuba, you can continue to live together. That's what Shmuel said. Is the chachamim. So Rav Yosef said, yeah, don't worry about it. You'll find the Ketubah when you find it. We have another ruling, which is that Shmuel said, we always follow Rav Meir when he makes a Gzerah. And evidently we understand that Rav Meir's um, resistance to allowing a Ketubah that's less than 200 is a Gzerah against a Bilad Znut. And therefore he says the Halacha follows that. So what happened? What does Rav Yosef say? Zilk Tovla. He said, okay, so write a Ketubah. And that's what we call a Ketubah de Irchasah. Such is our practice, of course. If a couple finds the Ketubah is not available, they have to immediately have a substitution, substitute one written. It's written as an irkasa so that the woman could not double collect. Sorry. So Rav Dimi came, I have to hold very carefully, and I wrote this out on the page. Rav Dimi came from Eretz Yisrael to Babel, vought the following report. Amishem Pazim, Amishum and Levi, Mishum Bar Kapara. Machloket betchilah, the Machloket Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Yehuda, about whether or not you can make the uh, the lesser amount, Baal Peranat, is only betchilah. But afterwards, after at some point afterwards, she is for sure not mochelet, and therefore it has to be written out. He disagrees and says the Machloket is all the way through. It looks like a, a, a Machloket. I'm Rabbi Yaval, the Didimi for Shalimineid Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yaval explained, I knew, I know what Rabbi Yochanan meant. Because he said, the honor of Rabbi Shubin Levi, the Malkinah Dadi, he said, Rabbi Shubin Levi and I do not disagree. My Batchila to come from Rabbi Shubin Levi, when Rabbi Shubin Levi said Batchila, he meant Tchilat Chupa, the beginning of the process. Oh, my Sof, what's Sof? Sof Bia, at the very end of after they've already had their Bia. When I said the Machloket is both cases, I meant Tchilat Chupa, the Sof Chupa, which is far earlier. So in other words, Rabbi Yochanan Shubin Levi and I agree that the machloket is uh, is only up until they've already had bia. But at that point, after they've already had bia, then if he if you want to change the amount, then it certainly has to be bichtab because by that time she's already married and the chiyuv has already kicked in. That's Rav Dimi's version. Kiata Ravin, when Ravin came, machloket levasof. He said, and then Mishra ben Levi, the opposite. The machloket is at the end. That at the beginning, everybody, she's certainly mochel, and even Rabbi Yehuda would agree. You don't have to have it written. Again, Rabbi Yochanan says, machloket's all the way through. And again, we think that Rabbi Yochanan and Mishra ben Levi are disagreeing. And Ravin 
kept on kept on with the report, and he said, Rabbi Avahu said, Rabbi Yochan explained it to me my, him, myself or himself. We're not disagreeing. My levasof to Meshuvan Levi, sof chupa. When Meshuvan Levi said basof, he meant the end of the chupa. Right? Umay tchila, what's tchila? Tchilat chupa. So he's only talking about tchilat chupa and sof chupa. Chikamina ana, when I said ben bazum, ben bazum machloket, the machloket's all the way through, I meant tchilat bia vasof bia. Right? Which means that when he says that at the end, there's the machloket, that's my beginning. Alright, so now, in other words, in, in either version of Yochum and Shubin Levi are not disagreeing because they're just using the terms equivocally and in different ways, Tchila and Sof. Amar Papa, Asar Papa then commented on this whole presentation. He loved Amar Ravavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavav